You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another Cooperative Multiplayer Live. This is the official 401 Game Zone podcast, and I am your host, Sean Garmer. And yes, I know, it's been a little while, but we are back, and hopefully, well, we don't have any holidays for like a month, so <laughs> hopefully that doesn't derail us again. And with me today, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. How are you doing today? I'm alright, how about you? Doing alright. So, uh, how was the holiday? How was your Thanksgiving and all that? Man, it was boring. I just hung on the Best Buy. Hey, Best Buy's a good place to go. Did you get anything for Black Friday? Uh, I bought everything online, pretty much. Because uh, I showed up to Best Buy, like, the day before. I showed up, they had Black Friday sales, but they only were on Friday, so I showed up a day early. So, that annoyed me. Oh, okay. So you uh, thought that they had a Thanksgiving Day sale, Thanksgiving no, Day sale no, too? No, they did, but, you know, they just couldn't, like, they had two different deals, so. Oh, okay, okay. Like, great. Not that you know I wasted an hour and a half in line waiting for nothing. <laughs> did they start them at, like, midnight on Black Friday, or how did that work? Uh, I think 8 a.m. is when they did it. Okay. But... Eh. Uh, I bought a, few, a lot of games on, like, for the PS4. Um, I bought God of War 3 HD from Amazon. It was 15 bucks. I bought Until Dawn, because uh, it was 20 bucks. I bought Arkham Knight, uh, the game and the collection, or the season pass, for $17 from Amazon. It was awesome. Wow. Uh, I bought the Uncharted Collection for PS4, and I finally bought Assassin's Creed Unity for PS4. <laughs> the game Irvin is waiting for you to buy. Assassin's well, I already have it on Steam, but I'm right. curious to try it like on a console that can presumably play it a little better than my computer did, because, I mean, I played it and beat it, but it, didn't, it wasn't exactly a great experience. <laughs> kind of like Arkham Knight, like... I mean, my computer could run it, but I was kind of running it at, like, half speed. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. You told me you couldn't run it at the max settings or whatever, because that's when it would do all the screwing up like everybody else did. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm going. Yeah, so, uh, did, did you uh, get to play any of those games that you bought, bought, or... I played a little Uncharted. I'm just making my way through uh, the first one so far. I'm trying to collect every trophy. Uh, oh, Have trophy. they fixed the stuff where you had to use the motion controls and all that, or is that still in there? I don't think it's in there. Uh, I vaguely remember some of that stuff. I don't remember it too well, but I, don't, I haven't used, had to use any motion controls at all so far. I'm like chapter three or four. Yeah, they probably took it out then. Yeah. Smart. Presumably the same for God of War 3. Um, I just played Arkham Knight. Like, it's fine enough. Or, you know, I'm about halfway through that again. 
and it's hey. you know it's still fine or it's better. <laughs> it's also uh, it's also nice remembering what figuring out rem- well remembering where everything is so I can just kind of bypass it. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a lot easier to. Uh, yeah, you'll probably hear my dog or daughter at some point during this because she's doesn't know how to be quiet. Hmm. And the dog likes to go in and out of the room, and you're gonna. You know, my room is has hardwood floor in it, and the rest of the house is carpet. That's why I just You'll shut the door. Him. I shut the door on my cat. That's why it took me a minute to respond to you, like, and I keep the cat out. <laughs> Well, if I kick the dog out, he just scratches on the door. For yeah, my cat used to do that, and then I eventually broke him of that habit. Because <laughs> I used to, like, he used to do it in the morning. He used to, like, make me up at 7 a.m. To, like, to feed him. I'm like, I'm not going to feed you at 7. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and then I, he, like, tried to do it once, and I, like, was waiting for him. So when he tried to scratch, and I opened the door on him real quick and surprised the hell out of him. <laughs> Wait, so you, you like, slammed it back in his face or something? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've, like, kicked the door at him. It doesn't stop. I might have to do that. Who knows? Maybe he'll not do that again. Uh, and I bought some, like, I bought, like, a printer and a USB flash drive and, like, a uh, little SD card for my camera and a bunch of other crappy stuff from Best Buy. Hey. Always use you can always use more flash drives and more SD cards for things. Yeah, so. about a 120 gigabyte flash drive for 20 bucks. Eh, not bad. That'll be my new Wii uh, hard drive solution for the time being. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I forgot about that. That that used the flash drive. Uh, yeah, I got to think about that too when I'm if I'm really gonna get a Wii U or not. No, I, I meant Wii, the, the original system. Well, like, yeah, I know the Wii did, but the Wii U also doesn't it, does it right? Where you have to, if you want extra memory, you have to use the SD card. Yeah, well, no, you have to use it like an external drive. But I'm, I'm gonna, my Wii is like uh, soft modded, so I'm just gonna put put games on it to load off of it. Oh, nice. Like Smash Brothers, because my Wii does not play Smash Brothers. Oh, that's right. You told me it has some issue with playing some of the game like it doesn't play blue discs or something uh, it doesn't play dual layer discs um, uh, only, okay, yeah. only, there's only like 10 or 15 dual layer discs for the Wii but I have two of them and it didn't play either one so that kind of tells me something <laughs> gotta love it when your system doesn't do what you want it to like some PS2s did that too like that was kind of a pain in the ass yeah I remember we had when they wouldn't play certain they do not play the blue disc or yeah something like that yeah it was always really really annoying on that front yep uh any anything else i've been playing a few games that's about it what have you been playing then uh finish my review of starcraft 2 uh legacy of the void that'll be up maybe tonight probably tomorrow because i'm lazy uh the Long Dark on PC. It's like the survival game in the wilderness. And I want to like it, but it's an alpha. <laughs> like every I other survival. you did like it. I like the idea of it, but it's just, things aren't explained at all. Like, 
So it's an, like, it's an alpha. It'll probably be for, uh, always an alpha because those games always are. It's not like you see any of them like, coming out of, like, coming out for reals. And I can't even figure out how to make a damn fire in the game. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Why you wouldn't go ahead and... Why not explain things? That doesn't make any... Yeah. Well, that's probably presumably coming later. And so it's like, well, I mean, that doesn't help me now. <laughs> but I like the... I just like the idea of, like, being trapped in, like, the wilderness or, like, the, you know, a mountain and figuring out how to survive. But every one of those games, like, is not finished at all. Like, Rust or Ark Survival Evolved. I bought that on Steam and it barely runs on my computer. <laughs> Why do they not finish them? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, because probably just lazy. <laughs> or they're, they're probably, their ambitions probably outweigh their execution. Oh, okay. That makes more sense then. Yeah. Like, well, you've all, I, I, I tried playing Ark and it was like, I played it for like 20 minutes and I punched a dinosaur in the face and then it killed me and I was like, alright, I'm done. <laughs> Well, you aren't really supposed to, you know, try to punch dinosaurs in the face. Yeah, but I couldn't figure out what else to do. Like, so that's all I had. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And I also, uh, so yeah, I played StarCraft, played a little Long Dark, played a lot of Arkham, and uh, now that StarCraft done, I can finally play Fallout 4 soon. And well, the you have a goal to play Fallout, finally. And the last game I played and bought and finished was Regency Solitaire. How is that any different than regular Solitaire? Uh, well, it has a story, first off. Like, it's like a Victorian love story. So you're going through stages. And you play Solitaire. Yeah, it's great. And it's not like traditional Solitaire. It's like golf Solitaire, so cards are in different format or different like shapes or formations so like you'll have a king in the pile or like on your on the field and you have to match like an ace to it or a queen it doesn't matter suits or colors or anything you just have to match like the like the same you know like, like the next rank or previous rank you know yeah. solitaire uh and you also have power-ups and wild cards you know it's fun played it for like eight hours i finished it i perfect i i didn't lose i didn't it was about i don't know by about two uh 150 stages i got a perfect on each single one <laughs> wow how did yeah so there was uh, like a formula to how to play or no, I mean, you have, you can keep combos going, and that increases, you also have to buy, like, power-ups, and, like, you have a room in your manor, and you can buy upgrades to it, and the upgrades translate to, like, you can get, like, one of the power-ups is, like, a Cupid's arrow, so it just lets you shoot off a few cards on the field, or uh, one is, like, a rant, it like, destroys a few random cards in the field, but also you can get cards that just give you more wild cards or like let you, let you see what card is coming like in the next draw and things like that okay fair enough it's just, it's good uh, how much is reason to see a solitaire uh right now it's I think 
ten bucks. It's yeah, it's ten bucks. I think I bought it for like six or seven. And it, you know, it's just a relaxing game. Like that's what I kind of enjoyed it for. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe. You, maybe you, so, you sound dismissive, but you're also the person that plays Pokemon nonstop. Hey. I don't play it nonstop. I played way, way more of the other games that I had. Than... And let's be fair, Solitaire is a lot better than Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> I mean, at least not the uh, the regular version, anyway. No, I mean this is this is a lot more, I guess, tact or like tactical. Like you could try to keep your combo going into, you know, get higher, more gold to spend on like upgrades and things like that. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'll show it to you some, or I'll show you, link you to the video, or a video, and you'll be like, I gotta get this game. <laughs> <laughs> and I may even run on your computer. <laughs> yeah, it might even, you know, that'd be a surprise if it did, if it did run it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I did, uh, I, you know, that, I, I knew it would happen one of these days to sit there and go, okay, well, I know I'm getting Christmas money, so I have this GameStop credit card. Just go ahead and use it. And I was sitting there thinking of stuff to buy, and then all of a sudden I kept seeing all these offers that I had, like, stored up that I hadn't used in my GameStop, like, little power-up thing. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll just get this and get that. And they won't put Fallout 3 on the uh, 360 deals anymore. They used to have it out there for like $5 without the DLC. And so I was like, well, the only way I'm going to be able to get it is if I fall for 360 anyway is to get it from a GameStop. So I just, I went and got that for free because they, I had a $15 gift certificate and then it helped pay for part of Project X Zone, which was like 10 bucks. And then they, I still had a two one buy two, get one free. So I got Halo 5 and uh, the Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, the new one. And then, uh, what else? And the Persona Q, which I had to sit there and, like, keep telling the the lady, like, I do not want the new one that costs, like, a ridiculous $60. I'm not paying $60 for a 3DS game. Uh, and so she finally found the one that did not have the limited edition soundtrack thing or whatever it was, and it was, like, 30 bucks instead hmm. so finally was able to get that and i mean i, I got to play uh, the the super uh the the pokemon mystery dungeon is like a really it's it's funny to have like two of the same game like be able to play it next to each other and see the total difference between one is more for beginners of dungeon crawlers and one is more for the the one that knows something about dungeon crawlers like pokemon super mystery dungeon is very it's a lot easier than some of the other ones or not easier it's a lot harder than some of the other ones like uh the the first ones that they made for like the ds and all that those were really easy you never died it was about just getting all your little pokemon pals or whatever this one has a story and they they give you like a they actually, like, ask you a bunch of questions of when you start the game, and then it tries to pick a Pokemon for you, but then you, you have, like, the whole carousel of the starter Pokemons that have been around since the beginning. 
and also Pikachu. And then you get to pick your starter, which is you, because it's basically you became a Pokemon, and then your partner that's going to be there eventually. I hadn't gotten there for me yet. Uh, you meet the partner, but at least in the part where I'm at, I'm still like by myself doing things, and it's a bit like it's uh you'll you you could die actually in like the beginning stages if you don't pay attention. Like if you just walk around and you don't actually try to store back your HP and whatever, you can actually wind up dying because the Pokemon come in and they they're a little bit more powerful than you are. And there's a part, and if you, especially if you're one of those people like I do, where I try to actually explore the whole map, I don't just find the stairs and then go down the stairs. Um, I wound up having to like go backwards to avoid Pokemon, so my HP would go back because they would probably wind up killing me if I kept trying to battle them constantly. But other than that, I mean, it's the difference between that and like say Persona Q, where you walk in and the whole portion of that map just shows up whereas in persona q it's like every single step that you take it only shows that step it does not show you the whole map until you actually physically step on it and then you're also having to go with the stylist and actually make the map yourself so it's you know it's actually uh, pretty cool to see the differences there plus it's like the first time i've actually really sat there and played a persona game really like for more than a couple of hours and i wound up actually really liking it so uh i would suggest if you like like dungeon crawling games like etrian odyssey and stuff like that um or just you know persona itself really uh and you you have a 3ds that's one of those games i think you should definitely check out because it's there's a lot of uh, minutiae in there, but it's still a really good RPG, and it has a good story. The soundtrack's good, all that stuff. Um, I'm, all, I'm still in the first, like, dungeon, the, going through the first time around. I think I made it to, like, level two, because, again, I'm trying to get to... Because they actually give you... They reward you, unlike the Pokemon game. If you 100% the map, you get these good items or whatever at the end. And the cool thing is, if you go to the chest... It'll show you the little areas of the map that you didn't complete, so you can just go back on your little mini-map and look at it, and then go back and, and do it. And you have the choice between picking between the Persona 3 characters or the Persona 4 characters, and now I'm like, oh man, now I have to go back and actually play Persona 3 and 4 because I have no history with these characters at all other than just what I've seen of them in this game. So, and they have voice acting and stuff, which is actually kind of cool for a 3DS game. Not a lot of 3DS games have voice acting, so there's that as well. Um, Project X Zone is really cool. If you like uh, any of the Capcom characters at all, or the SNK characters, um, I'm still technically in the prologue, because there's like about six prologue missions that I've gone through now. And it's basically just showing you all the characters that are in the game <laughs> like you'll go like the last level i was in that i had to it took me about 20 minutes to complete was all these zombies show up and you're in this on this boat and you go from having uh chun li and nikaharu or something and then the guy from uh frank west shows up 
uh, Jill and Chris from Resident Evil show up, and uh, some. I think one of the guys from like one of the Commando games shows up or something, and you can use them as like support characters. It's like a fighting game and a strategy game all together, and it's yeah for that cheap. It's really cool. Uh, just there's another there's another one where it's like the guy from Ghosts and Goblins shows up. Arthur. Yeah, Arthur, and then the Valkyrie, and um, Dante from Devil May Cry, and uh, Dimitri from oh I forgot what game it is. He's a vampire, and and like they all show up to kill these these things that are just in a sandy desert somewhere because they all basically get stuck in this rift and that's how they all wind up in these levels and they somehow all know each other because they're all from the same (laughs) some of them you know they have like the valkyrie and arthur apparently know each other from some game but like dante somehow knows the valkyrie and just because they're all capcom characters and it's just yeah it's just it's i'm just like man you're just trying to to whore out everyone all you can capcom <laughs> uh but yeah i mean halo is halo um i only went through the first level uh the the cool thing is the the uh the freaking the first just in the first level you notice the differences just in the aliens the the all the weapons the alien weapons are like so much cooler now than they ever were um just I actually wanted to use more of the alien weapons than the actual... I was using... Uh, the first level, you used Locke and all the new Spartans or whatever. The second level, you used Master Chief. Um, so it's more like Halo 2, where you you keep switching off between Locke and Master Chief. And I started part of the Master Chief level, and I had to go to bed. So, <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, you know, so lots of games. Uh, that I got to play, and, you know, again, you can go find those somewhere. I, I recommend checking them all out, certainly. Uh, but let's let's get into this uh, little thing called the PlayStation Experience that's happening on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you know, last year, that's where they debuted the Street Fighter V. They showed off some stuff for Uncharted and quite a few other things. Uh, that I remember that making a big people making a big fuss about PlayStation experience and you know one of the things that we know that it, Sony Santa Monica is making a God of War game and they just announced I don't know if you saw it did you see the that indie game that they well, yeah indie, yeah that like digital game that they just announced they've been teasing for like a couple of days called Bound yeah it looks pretty cool. Uh, it's like a, it looks like a ballerina cat or something like that that's going around, but she has some kind of weapon or something. It's just interesting, hmm. certainly. Not what I would expect. It's like a 3D platformer, supposedly. It has like a mature story, according to them. It's a not game, which is also a game. So does that mean it'll feature like an, uh, a, a threesome sequence with two women? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're quite there yet. But, uh, you know, n- not with that one. At least, you know, with God of War, I guess it's more of a 
more of a normal thing for that to happen. I don't know back then. Um, but yeah, it has this really, really cool art style, which is what kind of drew me to... Um, it's it's made by somebody. It's it's fashioned off some kind of dancer, Maria Udod, and has some, you know, music that goes along with that and whatever. So I'm sure we'll, we'll get some info about that. Um, apparently Media Molecule is going to be on the Sony VR uh, panel that's going to be there. Uh, they made a big deal about this Sony VR panel, so I assume we're going to get... Are you interested at all in what they might show for this VR? I guess maybe, but I'd still be, probably be more interested in like the Oculus Rift, just because it's going to be not... I don't want to say censored, but not as restricted as like a the VR thing is going to be. Fair enough. Like yeah, I mean, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say like the Sony one. Like you'll have to go to like Sony, or it'll have to be, you know, you can't just do something like wild with it. You can like with the Oculus Rift, like that uh, VR arcade thing. You can never do that in like the PlayStation system. <laughs> right. Yeah, you'd have to have the the PS4, and not only that, you know, who knows what it's going to cost if you bundle it with the PS4. That's another thing. I mean, are they going to... Do you think they'll announce a a price point? If they do, it'll be expensive. It'll probably be at least $200, maybe three. I was thinking in the three to 400 range. I just can't imagine they're going to take that big of a loss of 200 on it. And also, the problem is, is... I mean, name a peripheral that has, like, done well for a system. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, even our... Amazon's apparently getting into it with their own version of the Luma Room. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where that's going to go. We already saw how their deal with uh, making games went. That went and that came and went in a hurry. <laughs> when yeah. Nobody was making really good games for it. I I mean, uh, you know, I'm interested because obviously it could be the new. It, it's the new gimmick, obviously. You know, I mean, it's not a new gimmick. They've had it before. Um, it was still in black and white then with the Virtual Boy and a few other things hey, that they made. Black and red now. Let's be fair. Or black. <laughs> I played two of those things. I played with one for, I think I, I, I didn't have it. It was my uncle's and, you know, I, I think all he had was Mario Tennis and I tried to play that for like an hour and I, my eyes were just wanting to kill to, me. <laughs> like to be, to be fair, the games for that thing actually weren't that bad, but yeah, you know, exactly. with the technology, it's like, nope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It weren't, they weren't that bad. It's just being able to play with them. And that's the thing too. Like, you know, when you're at home, you don't have people, you know, because that's the thing. When you go to these events, you have someone strapping it on for you that knows exactly the way it's supposed to be put on. Uh, they know what you're going to be experiencing. They're going to tell you things like when you're at home and you're doing this all by yourself, how are you going to keep yourself? That's where you can get into the, you know, making yourself nauseated and, and all that kind of stuff that that's going to 
make the experience difficult for somebody. Um, and all it takes is a couple people saying, oh, this thing made me throw up, and you're going to get a bunch of people like, okay, well, I'm not getting that. You know, I, I still think it's – and it's hard to, like, show off. Like, how do you show that thing off without you physically being there seeing it? You know, or experiencing it yourself, you know. You think it's kind of be kind of like the Wii, where you have to see somebody doing it in order for somebody to just say, okay, well, we're getting this, or whatever. It's not something you can watch a video of and go, okay, I want that. I mean, maybe, but there's also, I think VR is a lot more in the pop culture, to, like for people to just kind of get it. Uh but I just think the price point is going to be just going to be too much for like most people. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just it's already enough just to buy your. Imagine a bundle with that thing, and it costs seven hundred dollars. I mean, you tell somebody something costs seven hundred dollars, that's you know, you're throwing out a lot of people that are not going to be buying it, affording it, or anything of that nature. Yeah. But, uh, you know, moving, moving on to, you know, they did announce, they announced about, like, 50 games that are going to be this thing. And a lot of them are games that have already been out, you know. But some of them, uh, Far Cry Primal is apparently going to be playable. Uh, did, did you see this list of stuff that's going to be? Uh, I just saw, like, Amplitude, like, as always, because. Yeah, that's, I mean. That's a... Are you excited <laughs> to play that, Jen? Well, you'll get it. Here I'm getting a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. December twenty third, I think, is what they said. Yeah. So everybody else will get it January fifth. I'm I'm excited. I love Amplitude. Um. So you know, yeah, you'll get to play. Can't Amplitude. wait to play that yes. hot new game, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> yeah, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. That uh. That'll be around. You can play uh, that distance game that. Mark likes to talk about. Um, you can play For Honor, Firewatch, all that's going to be there. Um, that Hateful Boyfriend, you know, that everybody's dying to play. Uh, Just Cause 3, you know, that Lego Marvel Avengers game. There's just... All the, all the new and exciting games. <laughs> yeah, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, you know, that thing is... Uh, I guess are they? Oh yeah, that remake of Ratchet and Clank that they're they're making that I completely forgot about. Um, I'm actually that, kind of interested in that one. Like I want to play that. I don't think I've ever played any of the Ratchet and Clanks. So I I played I have only played that one. Uh, like way back for the, like the PS2. I just want to play because they don't make games like that anymore. Like they don't make like kind of cutesy 3D platformers. Yeah, and that's why I've heard a lot of people saying that they want to see Crash Bandicoot come back. I and mean, that that's apparently one of like the things that could happen at the PSX. I, I, I guess maybe, but the difference between Ratchet and Clank and like Crash was Ratchet and Clank. They, the names got stupider, but the game still remained pretty pretty decent. Like the last few Crash Bandicoot games were just not good. <laughs> Agreed. The Crash Racer wasn't too bad. But, yeah, that was good, and the last good one, like, last good Crash game was, like, Crash Bandicoot 3, uh, Warped, I think. Yeah, they really should have stopped at 3. They, then they made that, what was it, like, original Xbox one? Like, Twin Sanity, I think. Yeah. That was one it, of them. It was, it was I not think good. 
Also, the problem with Crash Bandicoot compared to, like, at least Ratchet and Clank is there's not much character there. Mm-hmm. Or, like, not, like, personality. And also, like, the things they had to do for that game back in the day to make it work, like, technologically, I don't think it would fly too well anymore. <laughs> like, the forced perspective or, like, the running towards the camera stuff. It's like, they did that for, like, technological reason, not because it was fun, but because they needed to. <laughs> right. It still was kind of some of the stuff they can't figure out how to do with Sonic, too, because he kind of has to do the whole running like, into the camera and all that, too. Yeah. Let's make a new Sly Cooper game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the cool... I mean, I've, I've seen shows for this, and, like, it's one of the... It's made by Drinkbox, the people that make... Uh, damn it. Why can't I think of it right now? The Super Turbo Championship, whatever. Guacamelee? Uh, yeah, Wakamele. Uh, it has a, a very similar art style, and it's just... It's for the Vita, but it... You're basically, like, killing things, basically. It's the name of the game. You, you chop out the head to, like, get their powers and wear it, and then fight other enemies with it. That's the basis of it, but... So it's like Mega Man? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> a, a different kind of Mega Man. <laughs> but, yeah. There's that, and, you know, quite a few other things. Apparently the Un- Uncharted 4 multiplayer and all that will be there, too. So, uh, you know we're going to get more Uncharted stuff. You think they're going to show another trailer? You think they have a demo? or Because we've they seen may... a lot of Uncharted. Let's show that same trailer, but this time it won't have a bug in it. <laughs> <laughs> trailer doesn't have a bug in it. Well, that's that's a good thing. Uh, do you think that they show a... Tra- I mean, last year it was Street Fighter Five. you think l- this year they show the God of War for PS4? Maybe, but I don't think... Like, I mean, God of War 3 did okay, but I think people kind of burned out on that series. No, but you know Sony Santa Monica's making it, though. Yeah, but that's all they do. <laughs> I mean... It's not like their other games do well. Didn't they do Fat Princess? Or I think there was somebody else that does it. But... I can look it up. It, but I mean, I'm get, I'd love for them to like. Why does it have to be the same mythology? Like, why can't it be? I know you can't. You don't want to use Thor, probably. But like, you can use. Uh, I don't know some other mythology, and it doesn't Egypt. have to be Kratos. You know. It can be a, it can be a female. It can be anything, you know, just something. I think as long as it's not Kratos, it all automatically is is just something new. You know, if, if it's Kratos again with another story of how he's gonna beat Ares, and you know, I thought three pretty much kind of, you know, it sewed it up pretty well. It's because he's angry. <laughs> I mean, I just don't know what else you can do with that series other than, oh, you want to make it come out because you want something pretty for the PS4. Just More time travel? Uh, no. Don't need that. Just don't, don't need that at all. But, you know, what, whatever floats their boat. I just, uh, I, I'm sure we'll get something else from The Last Guardian. We haven't seen that in a while since E3. 
Or you, or you think they're? I doubt it. Make it because we're not there. I don't like. They should have shown that at TGS because it's kind of the market for it. Right. Like there are some nut jobs over here that want the Last Guardian, but that's going to be a big, much bigger, like Japanese game than American for sure. Well, people like the Ico and and Shot of Colossus over here, so. Yeah, but they also also didn't take ten years to make. <laughs> Agreed. But I'm pretty sure that they're still going to want it, you know? Um, do you think we see anything from Final Fantasy at all? A t- maybe a title, like a title screen, and that's it. I don't think they've worked on Final Fantasy at all. Well, I'm not talking about 7. Like, they, there's a report out now that apparently they can play the game from start to finish for Final Fantasy 15, and half the game's already done. Like actually done, done. And well, they may show some Final Fantasy 15. That's about it. Uh, you know, they're, they're you know they're going to show Kingdom Hearts at all, and Final yeah. Fantasy 7 is out of the question. What about Unless the they, uh, the no, arcade? None, oh, that Dissidia thing. Yeah. I, I doubt it because I heard the reviews weren't great for it so far, and it was buggy as hell. Which yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is either. The Final Fantasy, more Final Fantasy 15, or maybe that um, Distant Worlds Final Fantasy game, or something. No, no. It won't be 7. Like, no, no, it'll be 7. It'll be that port job at 7 that they're doing now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they'll just, that's, that's what they'll do. They'll do the, oh, it's releasing today, the port of Final Fantasy 7. Yep, And then everybody be will be like, oh, that's not the one we want. That's <laughs> just... And it'd be like, oh, why are, you know, but the, the the dumb thing is, you know, people are gonna buy that. Yeah, my friend, my friend Tim will buy it because he's an idiot and he buys Final Fantasy VII on everything. It's like, how many copies of that game can you own? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I technically don't have any copies of it anymore, so I might think about it. <laughs> I mean, I got but, it on I got it on Steam, and that's it. That's yeah, really like, all I well, need. I used to have the original PlayStation version, but that's that's it. Yeah. I mean, you only need one copy of that game. And you don't need to buy it on Android or iOS. You need to buy it on a console. Like, if you want to buy the PS3 version or Xbox... Did it come to Xbox One or Xbox 360? No, it didn't. Well, no, no, no. That's always been a PlayStation thing. Yeah, if you just want to buy it there or the PC, that's fine. You don't need to buy it on every every console it ever comes to. Yeah, buy it on PS3, buy it on PS2, and... The Vita. Every other thing it comes out on, which is crazy, but you know how people are. Uh, what else can they? Well, we know we know we're getting a new uh, with the Game Awards. You know they're going to announce a new Mortal Kombat uh, fighter. Do you think they might do some Street Fighter? It'll be John Cena. <laughs> Oh my god. They're finally going to bring that Immortals game out to console this year, so they're priming things early. <laughs> Man, I would buy that Immortals game if it came to consoles. That game's actually really good. I think a lot of people would, and that's why WWE doesn't want to do it. That's what's so dumb, though. They have these these wrestlers that they love to promote as characters, yet 
they don't take the opportunity to make different games with them. It's just so dumb, except unless it's on a phone. Like, see the problem with the problem with that thinking though is they don't want to they don't want to they want character or they don't want people to think like what characters are in the WWE right now. There's not that many. Like back in the day, you had like you know the Undertaker or you know Yokozuna. Or Mr. Perfect, and now we have well, this guy's this guy's pale and orange, with orange hair. And <laughs> like, what is his personality? He occasionally speaks Irish, and that's about it. And that's that's ninety five percent of their roster right now. Like, they don't have any persona characters. <laughs> Man. And the like the thinking the thing is is like if you played that Immortals game like. They they did stuff cool like they had like the rock like a literal rock monster or they had uh, I think Seamus is like is like an antler man and it's like yeah. I want him to be like that in real life like Brock was like a demon for real or something you know just... and like I think Paige was like uh, a sorceress or something it's yeah. like yeah have her do that in real life I don't want her to come out in stupid like fishnets and that's all she like that's all she can do it's like no. Make her do magic spells. Make her be like how Bray Wyatt should have been. Oh man, that's a that's a story for another day. Uh, do you think um, we'll get any? I mean, Sony barely talked about it. And we actually haven't been able to. I don't think we've actually talked about it. Uh, the P- Sony announcing that there's going to be PS2 emulation for the PS4. Uh, that's really cool. I hope it, we did talk about it like last week, I think, or the last time we did it. I hope it says discs. I don't want to have to buy those games again for the, the second, third time because I bought I already bought a few games on the PS3. Yep. You need to just put it put a disc in and say, "All right, we, this is the game. Here you go." I completely agree with you. I mean, it would suck because you know now. I mean, that's the thing, that those companies are not going to start producing those discs again, so eBay and GameStop and all those places are going to go crazy with people wanting to buy the discs, but, you know, it's it's also on those companies if they want to make those games available digitally, uh, so that all you have to do is buy it if you don't have the disc. I think a, I, you know. a happy medium would be to go sell, it, sell the game for like 10 bucks online, or on PSN, but if you have the disc, you put it in your system, buy it for half off or seventy five percent off. Right. So you have a digital copy, but that'd be how, that'd be how I do it. But also, the problem with that though is like a lot of those developers and publishers are gone. So what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Like, how how are you going to get? I mean, Sony could probably get in contact with someone. You know, if somebody really wanted the game that bad, but. Uh, yeah, I want it to be. I just want it to be like a like a just a PlayStation emulator you download and say it runs any disc or there are a few games that won't work, but it'll run ninety eight percent of them. So here you go. Yeah, I mean, I I just want them. They should outline how it's going to work, and you know, PlayStation conferences, you know, PSX or PlayStation Experience, whatever is is the time to do it. Uh, I think people are going to want to know about that kind of stuff. 
if you're making a big deal to, to announce it, to say we are going to support that, I think that's going to be one of those things that will announce some of the games you're going to put out there first. Uh, I'm assuming all the Sony games will work just like, you know, uh, Microsoft did with all the all their first-party games are going to work or, or whatever, but, uh, you know, be... that should be interesting. Yeah. You think uh, No Man's Sky winds up uh, getting VR? Maybe. I don't know. Like, depends how well it's suited for it, I guess. I think, I think it, I mean, it seems like a game that could work with it. Um, if, uh, if, I mean, if there's a game out there that's got some press that's not a huge triple-A title, whatever, that they'd have to do too much to it, I think that's definitely a game they could they could work with it. Yeah. Uh, it, it would be interesting. I'd like to see it in, in that way, because it's not doing a whole lot for me just in the way I've seen it. I know, you know, Daniel loves that thing, and I know you're interested in it, so... Uh, I mean, there's other people, obviously, interested in that game. Um, they did confirm that Resident Evil 2 is a full remake, don't know if that's going to be shown at all. I doubt but, it. And but what it's, if, it's, what if, it's, go it's good. Yeah, hopefully it's good, yeah. Cause I, uh, I think it'll just be like that Resident Evil 1 GameCube remake. Do you Which, do you think we see anything of Shenmue 3? Uh, probably. It'll just be like, here's, here's a GoFundMe page if you want to donate more. <laughs> Somehow I would not be surprised at all. You would not money. be surprised at all. Um, you think anything for the Vita at all after they announced that they're still making some games for it? Or no, they think the Vita's done, and it yeah, is. They did. They did say they're still making some games for it. Just yeah, but they'll be digital games if you know. Or, like, you know, like, bite-sized things. They won't be, like, another Uncharted or another God of War or anything good. Well, we are about four hours away from the Game Awards at this point. Um, we kind of made predictions on another on one of the other podcasts. Uh, I mean... You think uh, they did say there's going to be ten reveals on this uh, deal? I my issue with it is it. I hope to God it's not three hours. It'll be four. Oh Lord! Yeah, I mean apparently you know uh, Reggie's going to be there for representing Nintendo. Phil Spencer for Xbox. Uh, Mark Hamill's going to be there representing Star Wars and. you know, Jeff Keighley already said that apparently Jay Raymond's going to be there, so maybe we get something on whatever that EA game is. It's supposed to be like their Assassin's Creed. Um, Sean Lane and Conan O'Brien. Uh, we're going to find, we're going to see some more stuff on Quantum Break and Far Cry Primal. Uh, I already talked about the Mortal Kombat 10. We'll get an Oculus thing. And Shaq Fu uh, 2. Apparently, from from Shaq because yeah, Ho- that's hopefully get hopefully get another rap CD if you buy that one. <laughs> Maybe 
Man, you know what? Uh, that that's going back to some years with Shaq rapping. <laughs> you can finally get the Kazam two screenplay we've all wanted. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. Was Kazam two? Uh, I can't believe people people wanted another Shaq Fu game. Just just crazy to me. At all, uh, but people people are dumb and they like dumb things. <laughs> That first game was bad. I mean, why? Well, if this game comes out and it's just as bad, I guess people can't complain. That's what they want. Because I mean, it's a joke. That's why it's like snakes on a plane. Yeah. Snake. Oh man, I I fell right in that snakes on a plane thing. I don't know why I loved it so much, but I saw it in the theater. I had the movie. All that. Uh. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Just Cause 3, one of the two games that came out on Tuesday, has issues. What's new? Uh, yep. Apparently not so much on PC, but the consoles got hit pretty hard. Well, they got hit with frame rate issues. Uh, they got hit with... I think it's... Hold on. Yeah, it's, it's mainly in yeah, really bad load times... It's and, probably the, it's, other... it, I think it's related to the server issues also. Like, it's trying to hit a server, like with Metal Gear Solid Five, and it's just getting slammed continuously. What, they're in the same server? Well, like, no, but if people keep dialing up to the server, and, you know, millions of people, or hundreds of thousands of people at the same time, that creates a problem. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's true. I, you know, that, that's just one of the, I mean, when, when all three, when I had three or four of you answer it on 4PC, like, well, that's just the way the games are right now. I just, and that makes me sad. That we basically should, we should just expect that there's going to be launch problems with the game at this point. I mean, yeah. you can kind of count on your hand the big triple-A games that came out without problems. That's what's even worse. You know, it, it really shouldn't be that way. It just really shouldn't. Uh, I don't know. We might. What are you doing on... I mean, well, I don't know if I'm working yet. Uh, as long as I'm not working in the morning. I guess if I'm... The afternoon wouldn't be a problem either. We might. Let's see if we can do a Monday... What happened at Game Awards on PlayStation Experience podcast or something? Uh, I'll try to keep tabs on that, but I know I've got to work at night, and then I gotta—I'll be busy all day on Sunday probably. But Joel McHale looks like Joel McHale looks like he wanted to kill himself for the three hours again. Oh God, is he the is he the host again? I doubt it. You can't. I, I hope. To. I, he couldn't be, I don't think. I hope to God he's not. He must, He has to have learned something from last year about, okay, it can't be three hours, and you sure as hell can't have a guy that looks like he does not care to be there uh, doing it either. Honestly, I'd ha- I would have like Mark Hamill do it. Just screw it. Why not? Yeah, for sure. I mean, why not? Uh, Mark Hamill, you know, does this, this stuff 
with video games quite a lot. I mean, I'm sure he'd be... I don't know that he'd want to stay in there and do that for that long, but... <coughs> you could have him and, and somebody else do it. I mean, it wouldn't be too bad. Well, Nintendo has once again announced... Or not that they've announced, but they have done a, quite a few different things here since uh, last time we had a podcast they're gonna have mario kart 8 on disney xd uh called clash of the carts where they're gonna have eight young gamers uh compete alongside youtube personalities uh including andre of the black nerd uh atomic mari uh, strawberry 17 and seth bling in mario kart 8 competitions i can't and wait to see uh XXX, Vegeta, Smoke Dog, 420, kill, like, destroy all these little kids in Mario Kart 8. Oh, no, right? They're going to have to, they're going to wind up rigging that thing uh, so one of the kids can win or something. I just, I don't see how that's going to go down well with, like, parents or kids are going to be watching that going, well, why do they have these younger kids against these older kids? Like, it doesn't make any sense. What's with this PewDiePie, and why does he look like a pedophile? <laughs> yeah, that's also on Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Disney XD. If you're... Hmm. Why can't you ask for Skittles before I start this recording? She <laughs> uh, knows. Because uh, it's a four-year-old, and, you know, she doesn't know any better. They're up there. They're up there? Okay. Hmm. Uh, so what do you, what did you think about uh, apparently there's this Italian company Moschino that's making a fashion line with Mario because of the 30 year anniversary I'm trying to hone in on the black milk the black silk uh, leggings craze it looks like but Companies like look at like Assassin's Creed or Ubisoft with their like clothing line. I mean, this isn't exactly new anymore. No, it's not. But like Assassin's Creed's a little bit more subtle. You know, it kind of works as far as a clothing line somewhat. Like Mario's just a bunch of. I mean, I guess it, it's okay because you at least here in the United States, all you see now is like all you know the '80s trend of loud colors coming back. And it's a bit weird, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes, if you, and the worst thing is, like, the kids think that it's, like, totally new. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet, or I was around, but barely, I couldn't conceive what this was, and that was out there. Stop, stop thinking you're the innovators of whatever it was, but. Eh, you know what? Nintendo, they said they were going to get free with their licenses or whatever, and. They're certainly doing it. Just, God, how many things have we said that Nintendo's doing now? The theme park, the clothes, the this thing with, with the TV shows. I mean, God, I'm still waiting for that Netflix series that they, you know, that was rumored. Uh, Ed Zelda thing? Yeah, or something. I'd be more interested in the Metroid like, series. That would be great if they could do it. Especially, like, with the, like, success of, like, Jessica Jones. Like, they could do that pretty well. I mean, they, um, 
Netflix likes to invest in the cartoons. They can bring back the Mario cartoon if they want. No, they couldn't because Captain Lou's passed away. Well, I mean, the concept at least. Like, they should bring back Captain N. That, that, that's a series that could work now. Yeah. Oh, God. That seems like ages ago now. <laughs> Jeez. That would be awesome if they did. But probably not. Probably not. So Nintendo finally admits that they don't know uh, that they they realize that people are basically buying Amiibos as collector's items because they don't have a reason for you to buy it as an interactive item with the software. We haven't really established them as an enhancement for all of our software at this point. As such, Nintendo will look to find new ways of incorporating Amiibo that will more effectively enhance one's gameplay experience. How about a game that uses Amiibos only? <laughs> like yeah, that's exactly Skylanders? What... <laughs> I just don't... I, I, I understand why they don't want to do it. I get that they they do not like being the last one to the the party on, on things. They're, and that's, you know... They're the last one by choice, though. I mean, it's not like LEGO Dimensions came out this year. Like, Amiibos came out last year. <laughs> right, yeah, and they could have had their own Amiibo game, plus have the Amiibo functionality with all the other games. I mean... I mean, I think it's cool that, you know, like I said, I have a Pikachu, but that's the only one I have because... It's just like, I realized after putting it in Smash Brothers, it's like, really, I don't want to level up this character that I really can't play with at all. It's just him being my partner in a game or something and it's just it's not the same thing Ar- um, arguably the only good feature Amiibos have right now is from Mario Maker that's with the costumes and that's it and they don't really do anything except for like the one Amiibo like the one like retro Mario Amiibo that like makes you big yeah well and then the Yoshi Willy World does basically the same thing it changes the color of the Yoshi to that Amiibo yeah, um, but it's like, that's nothing. That's, yeah. But why even have it at that point? <laughs> right, at least let him have, uh, let Yoshi, like, have some of the, the powers or something of that yeah. character or something like that. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's a cosmetic thing. I, I get it. I get that they don't want to make people feel like you... You have to buy. I, I guess at first they want to make people to make make people feel like it's an optional thing that you can have it if you want to have it. But now that people are buying these things in droves, you want people to actually have reasons to play them in the game. You're gonna get more, even more people wanting them. You know, just I just I mean, look, uh, you know, wh- whatever works. But there's so many of them now. That if you don't come up with reasons to use them in the game, it's going to become to a point where they're going to sit on shelves um, more often, uh, more likely than not. You know, just because eventually it's going to come to the point where, okay, well, I'm just sitting here looking at these things. They don't do anything. Yeah, my friend Heather, like, I think when Black Friday came out, or was that day, like, she ran to, like, Target to, like, get the Animal Crossing Amiibos or, like, the Yoshi Woolly World War, and it's like... She got them, and it's like, all right, they're sitting on a shelf, and that's it. Yeah. 
exactly. I mean, like, I thought about it with the Yoshi's Woolly World uh, one uh, when I was at GameStop the other day, and I was like, man, this is cute. I'm going to like looking at it. My kid's probably going to sit there and want to play with it. And that's great, but they don't do anything. I, for one, I'm not going to have the game. And number two, like, it's just, it's sitting there. So it just, that's so weird, though, that Nintendo has just now come out and wanted to say, oh, hey, we realize that we don't have a way for you to really use them in the games. <laughs> like, that should have been something they said, you know, so long ago. But in that in that uh, same interview with Time, uh, the you know president and CEO Tatsumi uh, Kimishima uh, said that the NX will not be the next version of the Wii or the Wii U. Um, it's going to be something completely new and unique. That'll um, that'll be the new version of 3DS. <laughs> basically. Uh, you know, it's uh, they don't have a way to explain it right now. But it's definitely new hardware. They don't want to run into the same problem that they have with the Wii or the Wii U, where it was like, well, why are we needing to switch to this new maybe, system? Maybe they shouldn't call it the maybe they shouldn't call it the Wii U then the Wii U. <laughs> exactly. Calling it, calling it a different name to to not suggest to not like denote the other one probably would have helped. Yeah, but I, I remember the uh, you know the whole thing. They said they were going to change everybody's video game life or whatever. Yeah, that worked and out well. W- with this with this NX thing, so you know, it'll, let's see. It'll, it'll be the Virtual Boy too. Oh God! It'll be <laughs> it'll be it'll be black, red, and now blue, but still no green. Do you think they could possibly do something like that? I mean, if it's not, let's say it's not. The the thing that everybody that we've talked about and a lot of other people have said that it is that it might be and they have patents that kind of say it might be which is the basically a set top box that has yeah, a controller but... and then the you know lets you take it with you kind of thing. But it, what if it is a VR thing with all this stuff about VR and all these people making VR things? You think Nintendo might go in that direction again? No, I think they probably got too burned on the. Virtual Boy, and even though it was 20 years ago, and the hard hardware can like now do it correctly, more or less. I don't think there's no way in hell they do that. Well, they they did once again. This this 2016 year is coming around again. Uh, there's so many people that want to dispute this this year that's been reported a bunch of times, you know. And we're talking about being a month away technically from 2016. Uh, this Taiwan news outlet, the Digi Times, that reports on you know hardware stuff for like computers and whatever, says that Nintendo wants to ship 20 million NX units by the end of 2016, but they're probably only going to be able to ship between 10 and 12 because of demand. <sighs> you know, to me, I keep hearing this number, and I keep saying it's going to get really hard to dispute that that thing's not coming out next year. Well, and I don't, I don't see why not at this point. There's two things. First off, I don't think they quite said if it was like calendar 2016 or fiscal, because fiscal 2016 would be 2017. Right, it'd be like March of and 2017. The other problem is, is 
I just don't see like Nintendo like making like selling that many consoles like that quickly. Even if it came out January first, twenty sixteen, trying to hit like twenty million consoles or even ten million, that'd be pretty hard. Yeah, haven't they only sold like ten million now? Of the uh, Wii U? It's I don't I don't think it's that low. But it's really low compared uh, compared to even the even the Wii. Well, yeah, but everything's slow compared to the. Well, Wii no, the Wii U is ten point seven three million. Yeah. That that's it. Compa- I mean, the Wii U. Or the, sorry, the Wii was a hundred million. Right, and that that's what they're hoping without the Wii name and all this kind of stuff, and it's something new that people would just be lining up at the door to buy these things. They'll forget about the Wii U and just, we're going to buy this. The Wii U is the lowest selling console they've ever made, except for the Virtual Boy, obviously. Right. So, good going Nintendo. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think the whole they want to be done with this Wii U cycle, I don't blame them if they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if it's so different, you can still have both the systems out there. There's something that's if it's really supposed to be so different that you can't that you're not gonna be able to do backwards compatibility between the Wii U and the NX and I don't I think it's them going back to that three pillar thing again with okay we're gonna have the NX we're gonna have the Wii U we're gonna have the 3DS well if the NX is not basically another 3DS no and. What? No, that third pillar thing. I know that that didn't work out though. I know it didn't, but that was also including two different kinds of portable systems. I think it can still work if you're talking about two consoles. And yeah, the Wii U didn't sell that well, and it is what it is. But you know, they could still make gains for the Wii U, and then you still make you make gains for the NX, you make gains for the 3DS, or or for the mobile, whatever the you know, that pillar is, and and you have it all there for you, I mean, I have a feeling that's what they're doing, because if they don't want to make sure that the Wii U backward compatible with the, the NX, they just want you to forget that that thing existed and you move on. Speaking of, though, it was the highest selling item on Target.com for Black Friday, um, and in Target in general, apparently. So, I, you know... It's apparently Target. You go and you get a Wii U, and and people just thought that was the greatest thing ever. I don't, I don't know why. Just this one store, but okay. Um, yeah. Uh, go Nintendo for I guess getting the store to go with them on that. But apparently, everywhere else though, it was the PS4 that won Black Friday. Um, Especially at Best Buy, uh, where they over 250,000 receipts were captured on mobile devices by InfoScout, showing that people were buying PS4s with the Uncharted bundle being the best-selling thing for the system. And that on Black Friday, by a total of 15%, millennials were thinking more about the PlayStation than the Xbox and way more, about almost 30% more than Nintendo. And on every on an average day, PlayStation and Xbox apparently are thought of the same. 
I don't know how they figure out these numbers. This is so weird to me. But apparently middle-aged people were thinking about the Xbox more. So I don't know. I don't know what that means. Uh, to me, I, I wonder if like the middle-aged thing is because they might have been around when the original Xbox was around. Um, and they remember all the games that came out before it. And then they still had 360s. And so they're still thinking about the Xbox One or whatever. But... You know, the Millennials are all about right now, and so all they have in their mind is PlayStation 4, I guess. I don't I don't know. What do you... Do you have any thought on that at all? No, probably just brand name or recognition, like you said, or what they grew up with, kind of. But, I mean, I guess the only thing is, like, the older people might like the whole, like... TV integration that the Xbox has, but it seems like a pretty bad reason to get it. <laughs> Does it mean anything for the Xbox One that you basically, more people are talking about, you know, one store was all about the Wii U and then everybody else is talking about the PS4, or is it just basically the PS4 is what's been selling, so it's going to keep selling? That and one. Last year, Xbox One was what took Black Friday and all that. Probably that second option. Like, uh, yeah, I just don't, you don't, just don't hear a lot of buzz about the Xbox One. And they have their two, like, well, they have a better lineup, first-party lineup of games, but almost pound for pound, the PS4 is better than the Xbox One for with third-party games. Right. There are a few exceptions, but, like, Dress Cost 3 runs better on it, more or less, uh... Fallout 4 certainly does. You know, so that might be might be one of the reasons. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think that's... I mean, it's not something that... Uh, it's not something I think that most people will know about just from whether it runs better or not, but I think just from, you know, reading reviews and... And word all, of the, mouth. all the yeah. word people telling you, hey, get the PS4, it's better, all this, you know, you don't, like you said, the only time you heard anything about the Xbox One was when they were trying to make it an entertainment system, and then when that just completely flopped, oh, well, all you heard is the, the, the bad stuff about it with the, how they had to change everything, and and all that stuff too and it i mean it, you know that's the thing too you can only when both companies now have the same price again because that was the thing with last year was yeah last xbox year was they, yeah xbox was cheaper so that that you know and then last year they also had i think they had uh they had the master chief collection they had the stuff with assassin's creed being included uh, Sunset Overdrive, um, I think some indie games, whatever. But it's, it's still kind of the same right now. All you have is Halo 5, Tomb Raider for, you know, until the next <laughs> holiday season. And then everything else is third party. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, you know, you have things like uh, Ori and the Blind Force, whatever. But that's, you kind of have to know that that game's out there. It's not going to be advertised anywhere, so... <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't see many people rushing to buy Oregon Point for us. <laughs> right, I can't. No, plus, I mean, you already have to have the system to buy it. So unless you have a, you know, get it on PC. 
sorry. I have to tell people what I'm doing so they stop calling me on my phone. Hmm. It's amazing how, like, addicted people are to their phones. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, it's your source of everything, I think. So much. I, I use mine as my my radio, so, you know, I don't, at work, I can just put my, after a certain period of time, I can put my headphone in, just have podcasts in the playlist, and I don't have to look at it, you know, unless... See, I carry around an old iPod for that. <laughs> Yeah, but see, I don't, like, I, I only had an iPod once, and that thing got lost, and uh, see, then at, somebody at, stole my other MP3 player, and... At present, I have two iPods, an 80-gigabyte fifth gen from six years ago, and a 60-gigabyte fifth gen from the same era. Ah. Fair enough. And they work well. I wanted to get that, that huge one at one point. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was like a 360 gigs or something like that. I have something called the Arcos uh, PMP Personal Media Player. It runs Android on it. An old version of Android. It's 1.6. But it has a 500 gigabyte hard drive. Wow. That's pretty awesome. And you can carry it around with you? Yeah. It's, wow. It's, I mean, it's pretty big. I mean, like, comparatively bigger than, like, an iPod or something, but it has a mechanical hard drive in it, so what do you expect? Ah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, have you went and downloaded uh, Gauntlet Slayer Edition yet for your PS Plus? I added it to my library, that's about it, because I'll never play that game ever. I'll definitely check out the King's Quest Chapter 1, though, since King's Quest Chapter 2 is about to come out. Uh... That's talking about PS Plus, the free games, uh, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, and SSX are out there for PS3. I got those this morning. Um, that way I can have it on something besides my computer. And Freedom Wars is one of the best Vita games out there uh, for PS Vita, so I definitely would recommend anybody, if you're thinking about getting a Vita and you have PS Plus, I would go download that and have it. Or if you have a Vita go download that because again it's one of the best Vita games out there and Rocket Birds Hard Boiled Chicken whatever that is <laughs> uh, uh, it's a uh, dual joystick shooter slash uh, platformer it's not good not, okay that's all I need to hear so you know we heard uh, Mark I think last time talking about the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing well the first one is now available for Xbox One for free um, good luck with that yeah, I went and got it. I don't think I'm gonna wind up playing it. You should, no, you should try. It. You should actually try to try it because I'd be curious what you think of like the first hour or so when you start getting transformed by enemies. I think I played the. I don't remember if I wound up just going straight to the second one. I don't remember which one I played on PC, but uh, I liked it all right. It wasn't anything special. And then Thief is there from. The middle of the month until the middle of January, which... Why do they have to constantly keep putting bad games on on these things? I'll never know. Um, the 360 is getting Castle Storm, which Xbox One got Castle Storm for a while. Uh, Sacred 3 and Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising. Um, all winners. Yeah, all winners. So, 
Yeah, for sure. You, well, you know, you can go research those and check them out yourself if you think that, you know, they're worth uh, putting on your system. Or hey, they're free. You know, the worst thing you can, you know, you know, you can always just press that download button and just cancel it, and you still have it anyway in your download history. So, you know, I mean, it's it's not the worst thing in the world. So, I mean, we already all that. So the PS4 apparently has surpassed 30 million units sold. Um, take that, everybody that keeps saying that consoles are dying. Uh, it's Me doing just fine. Meanwhile, Microsoft isn't even reporting their their numbers anymore, so that should tell you yeah. something else. <laughs> I should tell you all you need to know. They don't want to report their numbers. Um, they want to report Xbox Live usage, which, okay... I wonder if that number would include 360 or not. I would hope it doesn't. I, no, I would think it would because that's a way to, for them to goose up their numbers. If they said, like, oh, we have 25 million people on Xbox Live right now, they could, uh, but then the asterisk would be, well, only 10 of those million were on Xbox One and 15 were on Xbox 360. <laughs> wow. I mean, if they're doing that, that's pretty sad, honestly. I'm not saying they are, but I could see them doing that. That's the thing. Well, I mean, how how are you not... They could get away with it. Who's going to sit there and say that they are or they're not? Yeah. You know, only Microsoft really has those numbers. So uh, They did open the seventh core for PS4 developers, very much like what we heard from the Xbox One a long time ago when they started doing away with wanting to make the Kinect important. Um... Hey, man, the Kinect is still important. <laughs> I mean, this is cool. I don't know how much it's really going to be able to do. It's not going to be able to do anything for the games that are out there unless they do updates. It's really just for games that haven't come out yet to make them look a little bit better. I mean... The seventh I mean, core is the emulation core, so now they can emulate all the games. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, and, and Sony has officially come out and said after they had this big deal about this guy that was going to charge $10 to allow you to do PS4 PC streaming unofficially, Sony has come out and they're going to make it official that there's PC remote play pretty soon. So. That's cool. I don't see a use for it that much, but I hope the PS4 uh, drivers for controllers get better. Why do you say that? Because that DS4 program, I mean, it works, but it's not great. Yeah, I mean, it does have some kinks to it, for sure. Yeah. What? Oh. I mean, it, it, it has, like, you know, you have to have that window open. Uh, sometimes it just stops working randomly. I have to, like, pair it over and over sometimes. Yeah, I never got Bluetooth to work reliably with that thing. It ran, like, once, and that was it. You know, I hate it because sometimes I'll have to, like, completely restart my computer in order for it to yeah, show up, have the PS4 controller show up and actually pair to it, and it's just really annoying, and it's, you know... I mean, I understand the point of why you have to unpair it and pair it, and then when you put it back in the PS4, it has to, you have to connect it and have it re redo it again, but it's just, 
I wish they would come up with a way to where it just instantly recognizes it, and you don't have to do the whole the whole process again because that's so annoying. Uh, should just be able to like click your thing on, you play your game, and that's it. You know? um, but like you said, the way that they have it, it's really not supposed to be there. So the way that they have it work is better than it not working at all. Um, there's uh, so this big old thing about Dead or Alive Extreme 3 it's coming out but it's not coming to the west and people being upset about the fact it's not coming to the west and then there's people that are complaining about the whole how the women are used and all that stuff and I was just like have you ever thought about why they might not be releasing it here in the west so that they don't have to go through that crap again with people complaining that women have advanced, you know, women shouldn't be used like this in video games anymore, and blah, 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 and it's just like, this is a Japanese developer making a Japanese game, just, it does, and I can't imagine they sell that well here anyway. I mean, like, no, the they last were, one bombed they, pretty bad. They were literally trying to give away last round, like, they were finding ways to put it in deals constantly, from what I remember, and they were delaying it all the time, and so I can't imagine this Extreme 3 is going to sell any better. Where it's not fighting, it's the women playing volleyball. And all, all, the ultimate thing is, is if you're a fan of that series, go out and buy the Asian copy. Like, the consoles are region free now. Yeah. Go exactly. for it. Like, if you want it, spend 50 bucks to play Asian, they'll get it out to you. Like, right. that's, how I got, that's how I got Puyo Puyo Tetris for my PS4, because... Like, and it's never going to come to America because I can't. So exactly, go for it. Like if you want it, spend your money. I mean, to be fair, we have seen people make an outcry so bad that they wind up having them, you know, do a translation for it over here and all that. But they seem pretty adamant that they do not want to release it here. They're like, it's never releasing here ever. And then the guy that comes and tries to tell the face, you know, tries to, like, calm down the people on Facebook, he's like, it's still only supposed to come out in Japan and Asia only. So, <laughs> you really didn't, you know, do anything other than be a little bit more nice about it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are you excited about a Shadow Complex PC port? Yes, I want that damn game finally. That was, uh, yeah. That was original Xbox? No, that was 360. Uh, yeah, okay. It came out in 20, 2008, I want to say, maybe 2009. Uh, yeah, it's a good game that should be on more things, and it should have made a sequel by now. It should have made a few sequels by now. <laughs> Why didn't they? Uh... This, well, it's because Chair, the developer, got bought by Epic, and they also ah, made okay. those. They all, no, they all, the big thing is they also made those Infinity Blade games. Ah, right, yeah. And those sold a little more than Shadow Complex ever did. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're down, up to like three or four at this point. Yeah. So. Uh, but you know, it's just depressing that like I never, I never played Infinity Blade that much. I played it like once or twice, and. 
is fine, but I mean, Shadow Complex is still such a like well revered game. Right. Yeah, it is. And like, either Chair or Epic just doesn't get it. Like, if they wanted to say, "Okay, we just want to kickstart it," people would probably pay for it. That'd be that'd that'd be depressing if they said that, but they still would get it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they just, uh, on Indiegogo, somebody just, well, not somebody, but they just helped this uh, game from the Skullgirls devs get made for $1.5 which is like a platformer and an RPG and whatever, a bunch of things in one. It looked kind of cool. Uh, well, let's look at Indi- that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's called look- Indivisible. So you can yeah. check out a trailer that they have for it. Look at that, like, Bloodstained game from a few months ago. Like, that, didn't that clear, like, eight or nine million dollars? Yeah, Shenmue, that thing cleared a bunch of money, you know, just, if you want the Pillars of Eternity, like, if you want the thing made, uh, even the, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Div- uh, Divinity, the second game already got its main yeah. goal and all that. So, I mean, if you, if you want the game, you put it on there, and people, if you make it interesting enough, and you put out a trailer that makes it look good, people will, will pay, you know? It's just... The, the bummer about Shadow Complex, one of the things that was a knock against it, was it was associated with uh, Orson Scott Card. Which, why is that bad again? Uh, he's a pretty noted, like, homophobe. Oh, okay. Uh, the, like, he wrote a book associated with the game. What? But... He didn't write the game. <laughs> Another dude wrote it who was very, like, uh, like homosexual and, like, bisexual friendly. So it's like people were idiots. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's all that it takes is for somebody to have their name on a book about something and they go, oh, well, you know. I, I, like my, I was having to argue with uh, my old... Uh, colleague Liana about it and she's like well, I don't want to play Shadow Complex because Orson Scott, Car- Orson Scott Card wrote it and I'm like no he didn't <laughs> Peter <laughs> David wrote it and he he won a GLAAD award so I'm pretty sure the gays are okay with him r- for right now <laughs> right even though they did have Billy and Chuck win a GLAAD award and you know what happened with that so uh but hey, apparently Platinum Games is making a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Um, all we know about it is that it's called TMNT Mutants in Manhattan, and Activision is the publisher, obviously. It's rated M right now. That's pretty uh, cool. I'm quasi-interested in it. Like, that Transformers game was too much money, but it got pretty decent reviews. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. And Platinum's usually—I mean, they're—they've been solid with everything they've been making lately. So, except uh, for one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but they are a like they're like making good games. They're like nine out of ten. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you got Bayonetta. Um, you know, Scalebound still hasn't come out, but. All into the purpose of that looks like it's gonna be a good game, you know, the Transformers game, uh, you know, so uh, the the Killer Seven series, all that, so you know, Vanquish uh, even, cool. even Mad World for the Wii was actually pretty good. So, 
Killer, wasn't Killer Seven Capcom? Oh, that's right. There was them. I thought they, I thought they developed it though. No, it's probably Capcom the, might have been the publisher, but no, guys who like split off from Capcom. <laughs> yeah, but I the... thought they they had. Well, those guys were still there when that game was being made. I think it was after that game or something they split. Killer 7 came out a year before Platinum was was around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So those guys, those guys probably had something to do with Killer 7 or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. They, they themselves, the company, doesn't have anything to do with it. But, yeah, I mean, to me, like, what do you think they could really do with... TMNT that do you just want to see like I I kind of want to see like a Batman TMNT game sort of just yeah no it'll just be Metal Gear Solid 5 but they'll just have Leonardo and the snake <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I think they it definitely has the world for it you know to be a little bit dark and serious or whatever you can still have some of the comedy but it doesn't have to be a beat em up. It doesn't have to be, you know, it can have some story to it and, and everything. So I, I question how crazy that game could be, actually. Like, if they focus kind of on the cartoon, like the Nickelodeon cartoon they do now, or mm-hmm. if they go with the, like the comic. The comic, if you ever read the comic, it's insane. Well, that's why, why comics are can be awesome, because they can just go totally off the, the script for that. Like, if they if, want. One of the things I read was Donatello got shrunk to, like, he's an inch tall, and he built a robot to control that's humanoid-sized. Uh, and I think Raphael became a vampire. Wow. And the Shredder's an alien. And it's like, this is all crazy. <laughs> no wonder no wonder none of the cartoons or comic or movies ever touch this. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's all nuts. Like who's who's going to yeah, you can't have that in a cartoon. You drive kids crazy. Uh not to mention I don't think there's going to be too many parents going to be too excited about that honestly. Um So Peter Moore responded to GameStop about their whole Battlefront underperforming. Uh, according to him, Battlefront is still on course to hit the 13 million copies by the end of March uh, 2016. Um, especially with the movie coming out in a couple weeks, they're expecting that that thing to shoot up uh, a lot. So he's kind of like, I don't understand what GameStop's talking about, but certainly not on our end, we're not seeing that. So does that prove again that it's just what people are buying digitally? They're not just... Cause EA has all the numbers, whereas GameStop's only seeing when people walk in the store and buy it. Yeah, that's you know. probably most of it. But also, I just don't think that game is going to... I mean, it may hit $13 million eventually, but it's not going to be like the, a hit like the Call of Duty will be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's also like a very... We only talked about it. Like, it's just... It's a bare-bones game. It's... They want you to pay that sixty dollars because that's where I mean, even though they said that there's going to be free stuff that's coming. Is one of that free stuff going to be a story, a single player? What? No, not interested. Not. <laughs> you know, unless you pre-order the game, 
down. It's a, pro- so. it's a problem that Titanfall had and Evolve had. It's like people want, like, granted, like in Call of Duty, the multiplayer part is by far the more popular aspect of that game. But people still like playing a story. Right. I mean, in Rainbow Six is probably going to have that problem. Even though I've heard the gameplay is actually really good, it's just they have it all locked away. Uh, they have a lot of the the officers or whatever all locked away, and uh, you know there's no single player other than like some training missions that you do, and so I can imagine that that game will also suffer that problem. Yeah, you know? which is a bummer because the previous like Rainbow Six games had decent stories. Yeah. I don't know why they couldn't make another Rainbow Six Vegas or... or yeah, those were awesome those. games. Even, even the little slice that they showed with the... Uh, even though that was supposed to be multiplayer focused too, they could have added story into that with the whole... Um, where they went to the people's houses and, and all that. Yeah. Just... I, I don't know. They changed it and then... Look, it, I think it's still going to be a successful game. Uh, but I imagine that it won't be as successful as it could have been. Have you really? I mean, they we've all seen this. Like all of them now. Titanfall saying they're gonna come out with a single player. Evolve's already said they are. You know, it's it's shown that at least for the console market, this multiplayer only game just doesn't work. Uh, or it do, it's not as successful as you know the the games that we're, we we kind of know that you have that single because it. For one, it makes the game feel like it, you're only getting part of a game, and and that's what it feels like to me. When I when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, well, okay. A lot of people don't have time to just go find their friends or whatever and, and get on that and say, okay, well, I'm gonna play with my friend for three hours and play this game. You know, that's why you have the single player, so you can get good at the game and then you can go on multiplayer and, and play randoms and, and do all that. Plus, Rainbow Six, I can't imagine, with the way the game is made, that it's going to do that well with you playing with randoms, because you can go and stab your friend in the back, or whatever, really easily. Or that's what they made it seem like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the creator of the Earthbound series says that Mother 4, at least from his end, is impossible. Um, he says that, you know, he kind of equates it to, well, I already made, you know, it doesn't matter if I make a four five or whatever, people are still going to be wanting stuff from one, two, and three, and it's not my job. If it was my job, I would have already made four, five, and six, or however many Earthbounds. So, is it up to Nintendo then to... Make well, Mother more... 3 never came out here, so I don't think they're going to make a Mother 4 anytime soon. Well, they're going to have Earthbound 3 come out in the, I think, the Jap- the Japanese... Uh, yeah, but not in America. <laughs> they might eventually. They had it come, number 1 come here. So, I mean, I think it's going to come faster than it would have had we never seen 1. I think I mean, people have... how are you going to introduce 1? You have 2, you're not going to introduce the other one ever? People have a very weird affection for that series that is, I only can imagine is related to Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's the point. Like, you have uh, Lucas there, and you're never going to get to play his game unless you get the Japanese 
version or you have a Japanese Wii U. It's just, that's crazy. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can have that character in Smash Brothers, but yet you don't have a way to play his game at all. That's kind of silly to me. I mean, like, all the other characters, you have games you can play with them and stuff, but not him. Uh, did we? Oh, they finally released, had the release date, which is next week for uh, Final Fantasy, Lightning Final Fantasy 13 for the PC. So that will finally Ooh. conclude all three Final Fantasy 13 games on the PC. Dragon Quest Heroes came out today on the on the PC on Steam. So I might be getting a review code for that one. <laughs> nice. You excited? I'm cautiously curious. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. Let's say that. Ah, well, that's the. Uh, isn't that the like Dynasty Warriors Dragon Quest game? I have, that was like an action RPG. I think that might have been the one. It's, it's one of the. I think it's the one that has the weird name. I don't. The weird uh, subtitle name. That's the one that has like the Dynasty Warriors type. Okay. It has like that really long one. I don't. I don't. I don't forgot what it's called. But no, this isn't that. Then this is this is called Dragon Quest Heroes Slime Edition. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, no, this is the action RPG. That's right. Uh, so Fox uh, has become the first of the major networks that's no longer reporting their overnight ratings. How big of a deal is this? I mean, for, a well, little, I guess. And people, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's going to change much. Well, like I mean, you're not going to like a show. I don't think a show would be saved by like, oh, well, I got good DVR ratings, but because people skip over ads, and that's what people kind of want, or I mean, that's what Fox wants people to watch. Right, that's what the advertisers want people to watch. Um. I don't know that it saves shows. I think you're going to see all the networks eventually go this route. And then when all the networks go that route, you might see it where it maybe saves a show here or there. It's not going to all of a sudden be where you never have any new shows the next season because all of them get saved by DVR because there's still shows nobody watches. Uh, like Minority Report. Yeah, like Minority Report. <laughs> um, so... You can expect that that's... My kid had to decide to throw my dog's toy in here. So he's deciding that he's going to come get it very slowly. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is good. I think it all needs to go away from the Nielsen rating because it's, it's so antiquated and it's only such a small portion of the audience that you have now where you can get a bigger chunk of the audience now with DVR and and all that stuff than, than what you used to be able to do. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg says that no one will replace Harrison Ford. They are not going to be recasting him. Uh, even for Indiana Jones 5, which won't come out to 2018. Is this really smart, honestly? I mean... Well, is Harrison Ford going to run away from the boulder in a wheelchair? I, I don't know, but uh, 
yeah, I mean, I mean, this is it's nice to see that they're not trying to just continue the series or whatever. I would hope that I guess this means that we're done with Indiana Jones. If you're, you, you or you're gonna have to reboot it when when Harrison Jones? Ford's done. You can bring back that young Indiana Jones TV show. <laughs> nah. Or bring back a Shia LaBeouf, you know. He'll do it. Uh, he's not doing anything else right now. Yeah. Boy, his star faded, didn't it? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, man. Whew. He he was, a, for a while, he was like an everything. I mean, Transformers, Indiana Jones, he was in that, that rear view, or rear uh, window remake, and... Then, like all of a sudden, bam, he's he's gone. You know. Same with same with Megan Fox, ironically. Yep, ironically, yeah, exactly. Uh, so they're gonna have a Toy Story documentary that's gonna air uh, next week. Uh, uh, yeah, next week on Thursday at eight at nine eight to nine central on ABC. Uh, basically, they're gonna have a bunch of interviews with all the people involved with Toy Story. Uh, it's called Toy Story at 20, and then they're going to show Toy Story 1, I think, after it or something. Um, I want there to not be Toy Story 4. <laughs> I agree that they don't doesn't need to be a Toy Story 4, but it's not a continuation, I guess. It's, a, it's supposed to be a romantic comedy, so... I'm Whatever. still good. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you that I'm still good, too. But you know, Like, they didn't do Wally 2. <laughs> It's cause that oh, movie... but you know, they're somehow going to, now they're going to find a way to do it because that's all they're doing now is every other one is a yeah. remake. Which, it is what it is, I guess, you know, Disney had to have their hand in it somewhere. Uh, I appreciate that we still got Good Dinosaur and Inside Out between this year, so yeah. that's good at least. Who doesn't like a Land Before Time remake? It's true, but I, I still need to watch it. I've heard it's pretty good. Uh, so there's going to be a Lost in Space TV series remake. Not that I ever saw the 1960 version. So I, I, never I saw seen that the movie. Movies. I yeah. saw that one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that movie is. Oh. There, yeah, it's so funny, it's bad. It's, it's like one of those, it's like so bad, it's funny movies. Yeah. Oh. But, hey, at least we can be redeemed with a uh, Chronicles of Riddick um, fictional universe that's going to get made by Vin Diesel's new uh, TV company that he's making. Um, there's going to be a spinoff of Fast and the Furious. Good God, this th that thing just won't die. Um, and there's going to be some kind of series on Chronicles of Riddick. Are you excited about that or is anyone I don't know there's people that like that series a lot I mean I like that first game that was that about first it game was pretty awesome yeah I totally agree with you on that but it's like I mean you keep wanting to make like Riddick like to be this like you know important character and it's like no it's you talking gravelly and killing aliens like that's fine enough it's not. Yeah, like, I mean it's right, not. Man. Yeah, it, it's not going to be this hit thing that I think he wants it to be, you know. So I just, 
I don't understand what what his deal is, but I mean, more power to him. He he wants to make that series a thing. I guess try what you can, but I don't I don't see it going anywhere. No. Uh, Not at all. <laughs> would agree. Agree. Um, hold on. I'm you gotta, trying you to... gotta start. You gotta start watching Doctor Who again. Yes, I do need to start watching Doctor Who again. I just. Now that I'm done with the holidays, I can start getting back in my, my groove of doing things. Uh, so, are you, uh, so we're both going to be watching this, this Game Awards thing. How, uh, how long do you think, it, do you think they learn at all um, from, from anything from last year? And it's, it's better than last year somehow, or? I have hope. But also, like, I doubt it. Like, it'd be nice, but they'll probably fix some mistakes, but then they'll make new ones along the way. Right. Uh, hold on. I think that's pretty much it as far as, like, big... You know, other than uh, Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt are both going to be part of the Mystery Science Theater cast now that they made their initial goal. I don't think they made the 5.5 million but I think they made it enough to make six episodes. So I like both of them. So it should be interesting. I don't know that I'm going to watch the show but. Yeah I I like both of them too but neither one of them are like I guess like Aswalt's a bigger star but neither one of them are like you know big reasons to watch anything. <laughs> I mean, but this is more for, like, the geek, uh... Yeah, but that's also just kind of pandering, to an, to an extent. Right. And they are, they're really, they're pandering, but... I mean, at least they're, they're trying, you know. They want to get people to actually want to watch it. So, I mean, that's their goal. If they can get enough people watching it, they can maybe get, you know, make it, make it credible for more episodes or, or whatever as far as games uh, if you have a Wii U Xenoblade Chronicles X comes out tomorrow or Friday um, and then uh, there's Dementium Remaster for the 3DS uh, which is a mature themed first person shooter survival horror game I don't know if it's going to be good or not but it's there and the Pokemon Pit Cross for the 3DS, which is free to start anyway. I already downloaded it. I have to figure out whether I have to start playing it. All those, all those free Pokemon games are actually pretty decent. So, um, And for some reason, Trauma Team's getting made for the Wii U. I didn't even know that was happening. But it's probably just a port. <laughs> yeah, probably a port. And then Terraria is finally coming to the 3DS next week. Uh, Steamworld Heist that they you know they've been like promoting for like ever it seems, which is a turn-based strategy game, and that Among the Sleep is finally coming to PS4, and this Baseball Riot game, which is a sequel to the Tennis in the Face game. <laughs> so, and that the one cool game that I've another like these cool indies that be made for the Wii U that fast racing Neo. Uh, which is like an indie version of the uh, 
of F-Zero. So that yeah. one should be interesting. Hopefully. But yeah, I mean, I think after this week, I mean, that's pretty much it as far as like big games. And we'll be doing our talk about Game of the Year awards already. God, it's, it just doesn't seem like it's been a whole year. Do you? Like, hasn't it seemed like it just went by so much faster? <laughs> No, but all, but people also really forget about the games came out that came out like earlier this year. Like I yeah, like Bat- I wonder if Dying Light's gonna be on anybody's list at this point. Yeah. Or like Batman. Yeah, like, that came out about... this year. It's like yeah, whoa. it was still good on console. So let's see what ha- let's see what the what the uh, votes are when we when we get them. You know, with so many of those games coming out October on. But all right, that's it for this week's edition. Hopefully we'll go back to being weekly. Like I said, we're going to try and see if we can do a Monday show, kind of wrapping up the whole Game Awards and the uh, PlayStation Experience show. And then we'll, I guess, we'll have to start talking about our thoughts on the whole Game of the Years and everything. But uh, anything, what, what did you write this week? Uh, I think top top eight open world games. Or yeah, that was it. <laughs> and as usual, people didn't like my choices, to which I said, "Oh well." Of course, you know that's how it always happens. People just hey. Talking about dog slumber with the dog somewhere else. Um, what the hell? Why, why did they change this? Uh, okay, this is really confusing. Um, there we, there's a. Oh, that wasn't me. So never mind. Um, yeah. So for me, the top five is going to be top five sandbox games. Um, and then uh, 4PC went up uh, this morning, so that's up there that you can read as well. Uh, hopefully, Mark will help out with the list. And I can yeah, just copy, copy the one I have now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, sort of. And then... Uh, yeah, I think that's that's it as far as I mean. You have your your uh, StarCraft two review that should be up there. Yeah, point. tomorrow probably. I'm probably not gonna finish it tonight. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know. Randall usually does like a blog for the game of the game awards. I don't know if he's doing that this year or not. Um, well, now that he writes for that site, he's probably gonna do it over there. So turncoat. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if I'm I'm getting paid for it, I'm turning to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, you know, hopefully it's not not too bad, and we can certainly uh, enjoy it more than poke fun of it. But we shall see. All right. Well, until next week, we enjoy your games, and we shall see you later. Later. All right.